Hey everybody, welcome to Talking Back, the podcast where we like to chat about past achievements in movies, comics, video games, and more. I'm your host, Tim, and with me today in studio is co-host Dean. Oh, hey, Dean. hey, Tim. Dean? Huh? Uh, this isn't a full episode, this is actually just an ad. All we have to do is tell everyone that our podcasts come out on Mondays, and they can find us on their favorite podcatcher. If they're into movies, comics, or video games, they should definitely check us out. Oh, well then, thanks everybody for listening, and we'll catch you next time. Talking back. Hey everybody, I'm Corey. And I'm Zach. And we're the hosts of Podcasting After Dark, a cast dedicated to late-night horror and sci-fi of the 80s and 90s, often found on HBO and Cinemax. You know, the movies your parents didn't want you watching as a kid. You can find us every other week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, and Stitcher. This is what you want. This is what you get. Everybody and welcome back to Action Action, the podcast that watches all the action movies, and we put them on our big list. Uh, my name is John, and uh, with me as always is James. Meow. And the host cat. He's doing that he's again. Back. Oh my <laughs> god, back. not again! I mean, yeah, woo, John. Dustin, are you shit? Yeah, I'm the lizard. <laughs> you guys the... have completely deflated my. <laughs> joy of doing this podcast <laughs> what well, well i need to I, I think i need a little warning when you're going to go into your house cat routine james it's a little jarring oh sorry no that's fine that's fine it's fine oh actually go. i should have i should have went with gore whore yeah, yeah the gore episode. whore hasn't been around for a while i'm glad no. the gore whore is back for this episode well, and we're here for our first Patreon picks episode that we've ever done. So if you guys don't know, yeah. join, join our Patreon, check it out. If you join it, you will have the ability to uh, pick a movie for the podcast. Uh, and this week we have uh, a pick from Ryan, but we're really excited. I'm, I'm actually pretty fucking stoked to get to this movie, uh, a movie I had never heard of called Ricky O, the story of Ricky. Uh, <laughs> the title alone. Our first Patreon picks episode. So before we get to that, uh, let's just do our, uh, what, what do we call it? I always forget. <laughs> seek, seek, seek and destroy. And destroy. Seek, seek or destroy. That's it. I was like, skeet or sheet? Skeet, 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 skeet. Oh, it could be. Okay. Skeet or shit. Skeet or shit. Get off the pot. James, are you, are, you, uh, are you seeking or destroying anything this week? Well, you know, I uh, took a trip down memory lane to, you know, the 90s. Oh, yeah. You've been loving that 90s lately. Yeah. Watch me some Friday. Friday. This, this game. Oh, job. shit. You ain't got, yeah. shit, you ain't got <laughs> shit to do. I know you don't smoke weed. I know this. But I'm going to get you high today. Because it's Friday. You ain't got no job. And you ain't got shit to do. 
It was great. It was so good. Like it's better than I remembered it. Really? Yeah. I've yeah. been meaning to watch that again too. It's been years it since dr- I saw Friday. Is that directed by DJ Pooh? Oh, I don't know who directed it, I but don't know. Um, I think Ice Cube wrote it though. As I recall. And what, uh, what can he not the, do? The That's dad, what I want to The know. dad character in that. The, oh, oh, it was written by D. It was character. written by Ice Cube and DJ Pooh. It was directed by F. Gary Gray. Okay, yeah. yeah. Uh, who direct? Who's like has a like? Yeah, he's done crazy, stuff, yeah. huge career. The dad character like, is hilarious. Better put some yeah, water you, on that damn shit. Put water on that. <laughs> <laughs> Man, we used to quote that constantly. That movie. Uh, yeah. You ain't gonna catch no crackhead. John Witherstone. Oh, sorry, Witherspoon. God damn it! I can't get anything right today. Uh, so I watched. Oh, that. by the way, we should say rest in peace to uh, to Debo, uh, Tom yeah, Tom Lister Tiny, Jr. Tiny Lister. Yeah, like, uh, he was fucking great. <laughs> yeah, he died a little while back. That's that's PCP. <laughs> he was great. His lazy eye. I mean, the first time I ever saw him, or at least that I remember, was in the Hulk Hogan movie No Holds Barred, and he was the villain. Uh, Zeus the human wrecking machine <laughs> and then they brought him into the WWF to have an actual feud with Hogan but oh really? he, wasn't, he wasn't a wrestler yeah so like man those were not those were not good matches <laughs> <laughs> but I remember being so like afraid of him as a kid I thought he was so scary yeah so uh so I watched that and then I also watched I was editing actually the flinch episode obviously that's from a while ago now but and you were talking about Kid Detective. So I oh, went yeah. and watched that. Oh, what'd you think oh, of that? Oh, what'd you think of that? I thought it was great. I I, I liked how like depressing it kind of all is too. <laughs> yeah. And how it like flashes back to when he was a kid and how it's like just so like sweet and sugary and like, oh, I'm a kid detective. And it's, mm-hmm. but then it's like the reality sets in. Right. Um, yeah. It actually made me at the end it made me want to watch brick. So I like went and watched yeah, the trailer for brick. Definitely some brick similarities for sure. Yeah. So I really enjoyed it though. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, really if you're like interested it. in that movie, if you if you like that, uh, Adam Brody was just on an episode of comedy bang bang on the 21st of February, uh, where he talks about getting the movie made and like how it was like a multi-year, like, oh, really? and I mean like 10 year process to get it made or something like oh, that. Wow. Also, Adam Brody comes across. I, I don't. I like. I like Adam Brody. I like. I. I love me some Adam Brody. Yeah. Well, we talked. I think when we talked about it, John, we were saying about why isn't he in more things? Oh, uh, he yeah. actually talks about that in the in this interview on Comedy Bang Bang. How he's in as much stuff as he wants to be in. Like, okay. He oh, says cool. he. He's like, I have a very nice like work life balance. Like he's got kids, and he like likes to surf, and he like takes care of his kids, and. He seems he seems kind of jaded at times, but I think with good reason. But he also comes across as being like he seems like he's doing totally fine with what where he is. But oh, that's good. Super underappreciated, I think. Mm-hmm. Adam Brody. I think he was perfect for that movie for that role. Oh yeah, so good, so good. Yeah. Yep. So I don't really have a destroy. So um, pass. <laughs> Well, let's see. I've been watching a bunch of stuff, but I watched uh, 
I watched this movie the other night called Planet of the Vampires. I posted on our Instagram about this is a 1965 movie directed by Mario Bava. And then Mario Bava is more known for like giallo and horror movies and stuff that he did. But this is like a science fiction kind of like still has a bit of the the 50s feeling where it's like kind of campy and like they have weird spaceman suits that they wear and stuff. Mm-hmm. And these these guys, they land on a, a planet, uh, two different ships. Um, they sort of they encounter these like disembodied vampires like you can't see them but they kind of possess once they once somebody's dead they possess their body oh um and then there's all these like the sets in it are just fucking crazy like super colorful wacky shit that you're just like this is awesome just to look at it's like fucking eye candy i mean it's really cheesy and stuff but but there's all these things that make me think that Ridley Scott got a lot of his ideas for Alien like directly from this movie. Like there's a whole part where they find these giant bones of this previous alien race that had landed on the planet at one point. Oh, okay. Um, which is like a scene straight up in yeah. Alien. But yeah, it's really, I had a fun time watching it. I can't say that it was like an amazing movie. Like the acting is pretty hammy and like just the way that it's done is very campy, but it's pretty fun. But then, you know, we were talking about noir movies the other day, James. Yeah. And uh, so then I got the hankering to watch a noir movie and I went and watched this movie called Night in the City from 1950. It was directed by Jules Dassin. I've, I've seen a couple of his movies. I've seen Rafifi. I watched a couple of years ago. That's like a heist movie that he did in the 50s. And I was just like f- totally fucking blown away by that movie when I watched it. And I watched another movie of his called Naked City where he did something pretty oh, naked, yeah. unique at the time, which was he got all this actual shooting on the streets of new york which you know people didn't do at the time they everything was on sets right right but other than maybe like establishing shots or something but like so he did tons of like live footage like shooting on the actual streets in new york in this movie night in the city that i watched last night uh it's in london and he does the same similar thing where he's actually shooting real street footage stuff and the actors are on the streets instead of in some sound studio thing um yeah cool but this movie fucking rules (laughs) it's about this guy who's just like a a, he's trying to be a wheeler dealer uh he's always trying to come up with the next like get rich quick kind of scam he he's borrowed money from everyone in town all the different low lives and we kind of introduced to those and he's going around and meeting different people and he's got this sort of girlfriend that he's borrowed money from a bunch of times to try to do to do these various um you know just get rich quick ideas and he's kind of pretty much at the end of his rope where no one's going to give him a thing, but he comes onto this idea where he thinks he's going to, he's going to do Greco wrestling and he's going to put on Greco wrestling in, in London because he meets these guys and he's like, Oh, I can do a deal with them. And they're connected to these mob guys. These mob guys run this other wrestling company and they don't want to let him start a wrestling company. So they're going to like push him out and all this stuff. But basically it's just like him trying to like keep coming up with ways to make his thing work. Mm-hmm. And then there's more and more heat piling up on him as the movie goes on about how, you know, how is he going to get out of this? And, and uh, you know, how's he going to not get killed by the mob basically, or whatever they are, mobsters, gangsters, whatever. But it's just so well done. Like the acting is awesome. The plotting of it is just like so perfect. And then you got, like, like I said, I said like the real, locations and stuff really add something to it and i just i fucking honestly it's among the best noir movies i've seen so i would highly recommend that one night in the city i'm definitely awesome. gonna check that out yeah i just wrote that down i'm gonna watch that hells yeah watch rafifi too because it's 
so fucking Rafi- good. How do you spell Rafi? What the fuck? I'll All look right, this shit yeah, up I'll later. Have... I'll look it up later. No one wants to hear this. <laughs> well, I've uh, I got uh, two things. I mean, I'm pulling from some stuff that I've watched in the past couple of weeks. I watched uh, Heat of the Night. Oh yeah, did you I talk about? I think you did. I say, did I say that I watched that on any of the episodes? I don't remember if it was on an episode, but we definitely did talk about it recently. James, do you remember that? I have no idea. I don't even pay attention to what you guys I think say. You, I think thing. you did talk about it. Okay, right, then I'll so. skip you the night. Uh, all I'll say is that if I didn't talk about it, watch it. It's a movie I watched a long, long time ago, and I'm really glad I watched it again. Another movie that I'm not, I, I can't say that I can recommend as much of that as that but I do think is a very interesting film. Um, it's a film by Jake Blakeson, uh, starring Rosamund Pike and uh, Peter Dinklage. Um, it's called I Care A Lot. So I think this is an Amazon film in Canada. I think it might be an, a Netflix show movie oh, really? in the States. Yeah. Different, different I'm not sure. Um, but it's it's a pretty interesting film. Uh, it's about a, uh, like a legal guardian, like a lawyer who's like a legal guardian for people who pretty much swindles elderly people and she kind of like swindles the wrong person and there's consequences. Um, yeah, it's pretty I've, interesting I've hearing, film. Uh, I've been hearing sort of mixed things about this movie or like a lot or not. Sorry. A, a lot of people seem to think it starts really amazing, but then kind of goes weird places or something. Well, I like it, but it goes, I would say that I think people's problem with it is that how nihilistic it goes at the end. Oh yeah. But I would argue that it's nihilistic from the beginning. Like, okay. I'm, I'm interested in it for sure. I think people want a, a payoff that punishes people more than what happens. Oh, okay. Um, Rosamund Pike, even, she just, and she won the Golden Globe for that, didn't she, just the other day? Yeah, she rules, by the way. Like, she is fantastic. She's the perfect this character, mm-hmm. uh, just like she was perfect in Gone Girl. Like, she is the most put-together evil person. She was great in that, yeah. Yeah, and she's she play, kind of plays a similar like, not <laughs> not a similar uh, character person, but like, an incredibly intelligent woman that is very well put together and uh, is yeah puts on a facade. But it's really I, I liked it. I'd say it's worth a watch. My new thing is has nothing to do with pop culture other than I'm on the I'm on the fast food beat, guys. I'm back, the out on the, I'm, I'm back out on the streets. I'm back out there. I'm knocking on doors. DoorDash? For my job. And I'm eating, I'm eating fast food, guys. Oh, yeah. So what are you eating? What are you eating? So <laughs> I ate... Days? So yesterday I ate a, the new McDonald's. This is in Canada. I don't know if it's in the States. The new Szechuan chicken sandwich. Right. They got oh. these spicy chicken sandwiches. So I, I have a new rating system. I have a... Uh, a, a it goes f- like four, three, two, one. Plot, pacing. Yeah. Must, it goes, <laughs> must, must try. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Give it, give it a shot. Mm-hmm. It goes, if, if, unless you're really inter- interested in trying it, just like leave it alone mm-hmm. and okay. skip. So I've okay. tried two, two things in the past two days. I tried the McDonald's Szechuan chicken sandwich. Mm-hmm. I'd say, we, better, we better pimp this McDonald's because they need, uh, they need this, some help out there. Yeah. I'd say, I'd say, you know what? <laughs> Szechuan chicken McDonald's chicken sandwich. Give it a try. Yeah. 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 It's nothing. It's not. It's nothing. Nothing. It's not going to get. That, was that the hottest one? No, there's like a ghost pepper one, there's isn't like, there? I'm waiting for the ghost pepper one. Okay. okay. I'm like, come on. Come at me, McDonald's. <laughs> 
so Szechuan chicken, I'd say, ah, give it a try. One I tried today is the Korean uh, hamburger. Korean oh, at Wendy's? From Wendy's. I'd say, skip this piece. Just Okay, so yeah, I saw the, like, we got a flyer for it in our mailbox. And I was like, it's like Korean burger from Wendy's. And then it yeah. says the ingredients. And I'm like, nothing about this is Korean. It's like, <laughs> so, everybody, bacon, yeah, like, so everybody who knows anything about Korea has said this is not Korean in any way. I was way. like, oh, there's going to be like some kimchi on it or something. No, but, there's like a bulgogi type sauce, I guess. Right. Uh, and there's pickled maybe onions or yeah. cabbage. Pickled cabbage is the only thing they get right. Okay. Other than that, if you really want to try it, try it. But other than that, skip it. So it gets a two. Mm. All right. Szechuan chicken. To, I look forward to more fast food ratings. Yeah. Szechuan chicken, three. Give it a try if you're interested. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not going to say no. Korean barbecue, I'm going to say just skip it. <laughs> I mean, unless you're, I just, you need to just knock that off. You need another you notch on your. You that curiosity, you know? Yeah. If, oh, you, if you need to put another fucking notch on your bedpost, I guess hit that korean barbecue you know i tried the uh the new egg they have at tim hortons in the sandwich oh yeah how's that for you i have no i know uh, actually i have no idea that what is what are you talking about they have a new egg yeah they changed they changed like their egg thing. it's like a big deal apparently tim hortons is i have the biggest blind spot for i hate it I hate oh, the chain. Me too, me I hate too. everything about it. I don't. It's everything about Tim Hortons just gets completely like blocked out of my per. Like, well, I mind eating the the occasional donut there, but they're not great. Yeah, um, the egg I find it does it tastes okay, but it's just it smells bad. You know, <laughs> you know the smell from like a hard boiled egg. It's like sulfurous. The hard-boiled egg smell, that's what it smells like. And it just wow. throws me How was it a new egg? Okay, so be, uh, apparently, so be, they used to have like a sort of pre-made scrambled egg disc that they would put on their breakfast sandwiches. Okay, okay. And then they switched to like the same style as McDonald's where it's like a sort of, I don't even know. They, they crack like an egg, crack into egg like a, in a yeah. circle. In right. a circle thing, yeah. 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 So then people were losing their goddamn minds about this. All these people were like, flipping out like you can't switch to a fucking egg you're I taking wanted, our eggs i wanted a rubbery fucking egg like this i'd go to mcdonald's <laughs> so all these I people like, were really mad about this. i feel like i feel like alberta was overly represented in this argument i don't know but it was like a big thing for a few days where i kept seeing all these news yeah. articles about it the new eggs at tim hortons national news if you're listening to us in another country if anybody has ever said that your country is worse than canada trust me we have the most we fight trash. about eggs. We fight we have about trash. Here. Yeah, we're a smaller population, but our trash people are just people take their fucking... breakfast sandwiches very seriously. Hey, they messed with a good thing. Okay, guys. I take my breakfast sandwiches really <laughs> seriously, but I don't get mad when somebody's like, We're gonna take your powdered egg <laughs> and give real, you a real, real egg, and, and I'm not gonna mad. be like, You can like, fuck, I'll see you in hell before you take that powdered <laughs> egg. You you son of a bitch the the funny thing is is at the same time they have their their new dark roast which their commercials are hilarious they're like here's our new dark roast again another dark roast is it as bad as the last dark roast oh i know i know we made a mistake our last dark roast this dark roast is the best they actually say that in their commercials (laughs) 
Jesus. Oh, man. Oh. Right. Anyways. Oh. Well, uh, to move on from uh, we're in a pretty a Doughboys episode. Um, <laughs> we needed a good appetite to get into this. <laughs> well, we've worked. Our appetite is wet. It's wet and bloody. We've wet. What? We've wet our appetite. Now it's time to chomp down into this week's movie. Like I said earlier, this is our first Patreon pick episode that we've done uh, since we've opened up our Patreon. And Ryan was our first Patreon. He gets to be uh, the first one to pick a movie. Our boy we're gonna Ryan. We're going to play a trailer in a second, but I'm going to just, I'm just going to go ahead. I have uh, confidence in saying, Ryan, my man, thank you. Uh, I think you've uh, well, introduced well me, well if not everybody. Dustin, have you seen this film? Uh, well, I've never actually watched it in its entirety. I've only watched bits of it on YouTube in the past. So. Uh, yeah. And James, you've never seen it. I've never seen it. Never even heard of it. You know, I was actually talking to him earlier today. He's like, I picked it because I heard the brain dead episode and you were like gushing over how gory it is and thought you haven't seen anything yet. Oh God. It's, it's the return okay, of calm the down. horror. Okay. All right. Here's the thing. Calm down. Right. <laughs> all right. No, I mean, he's kind of right. I mean, this is, no, he's not dream. This is pretty extreme. It's up there. It's, it's up there. All right. So, to get into this film, we watch Ricky O, the story of Ricky. <laughs> I still can't now, get over the, normally the I, normally, yes. I, normally when I would pitch to a trailer, but we, or sorry, throw to a trailer, but we don't have a trailer, I don't think, that in English. We'll That's going to make like any sense. A minute and a half of just like someone dying and <laughs> gushing blood. It's like splatting sounds. But, yeah. <laughs> So you said he, he, he mentioned this during our, uh, he thought it was during our brain dead episode. Yeah. He this, actually, I mean, th- okay. he ahead, actually said, he actually said that after hearing the brain dead episode that, you know, how we were gushing or I was gushing over how gory it is. He said that he needed to recommend this cause he knew it'd be right up my alley. Cause I'm a gore whore. That's <laughs> right. Boys and girls. <laughs> He nailed it in that in terms of that. I mean, oh yeah, this definitely brings the gore. I was edging all night last night watching. <laughs> so before before we start talking about the film, uh, Ricky O, um, also known as the or Ricky O, the story of Ricky. Uh, it's a Cantonese Hong Cantonese language Hong Kong um, action movie that came out in uh, 1991. It's based off of a Japanese manga. Actually, the story, the, the plot is uh, uh, a young man with superhuman strength is incarcerated at a prison run by corrupt officials and seeks to use his martial arts to clean up the system. While that is a succinct sentence that describes the film, uh, this uh, is not set up in any way, shape or form. <laughs> this, is, uh, this is a movie about uh, one man, uh, one good man who is in prison for reasons that are kind of alluded to throughout, uh, who decides to both uh, brutally murder and try to save uh, countless people. Yeah, he does a bit of both, you know? Throughout throughout the 91-minute runtime. A super tight 91 minutes. I'm loving Mm. that, by the way. Yeah, man, what a what a fucking sh- movie this is. I mean, where do you even start? I mean, well, okay, well the cert- like, go the, ahead, James. The first thing it's like, okay, so he's in prison. I guess he just accepts that he's going to prison. You find out later on that he is in prison because 
uh, his girlfriend, I'm guess. I don't think, I think it's his yeah, girlfriend. It's, it's, it's his girlfriend, I think. Uh, <laughs> yeah, ends up, great flashbacks where they're flying the planes. Yeah, which, like which 20, are awesome. Which are and awesome. He's 26 and she's 14. <laughs> which are, uh, that's fantastic, that montage. Cause it's yeah. like you have both remotes and you're, you're doing like <laughs> the, like you're flying with the remotes with your arm, like, and that flies the plane, I guess. But anyways, okay, we'll get, get. Uh, anyways, uh, so she, she ends up seeing some people shooting up and ends up being brought to the drug dealer guy. And then she ends up running out and falling off a building and dying. And so Ricky goes and kills him. And well, so, he gets, and he gets shot five times while he's doing it. Yeah. He gets shot five times. You know, he's superhuman. Uh, at this point, you know, he's like, not like a normal person, but well, no, he, he's not necessarily not like a normal person. So this movie is, uh, it, it's filmed in 1991, 1991, I think 92. It uh, seems like it's from like the early eighties though. I I've, I've heard that before. Like it, it, I've heard somebody say that it's, it's a film that came out in 1992. That films like, feels like it was filmed in 1983. Yeah, um, yeah I can see that. But uh, it's, it's, a, it's a movie that, that takes place in 2001. And in the future, yeah, the in China, and I think this is kind of a, I mean, I think we know this because of our approximation to America. In the, in the dystopian future, <laughs> yeah. uh, prisons are run by corporations. Yeah, they're, they're profits, yeah. prisons for profit, yeah. which I thought was so hilarious. Like, it's telling you that so that you know you're in a dystopian future. In the future, is, the prisons will be run. <laughs> like, yeah. Which profit. is literally America. Yeah, it's just America um, already. <laughs> I don't think that's that many other countries are, are like, run that way. Um, I, I thought that was hilarious. I thought the I had the exact same thought. I <laughs> thought it was so fucking funny. I was like, "Yeah, that is dystopian." I completely agree <laughs> with this. This is this is crazy wrong. We're introduced to Ricky um, as he's like kind of like entered into the prison. Yeah, uh, he's getting the initial. This, they're patting everyone down, making them go through the metal detector. And this is like a fucking cool scene. This is really, like every scene in this movie is going to be like, I'm going to say, oh, this is a fucking cool scene. Oh, that <laughs> yeah. was cool. Yeah. Um, so he's like, everybody's like, they're, they're saying, oh, this guy, you know, come forward. You were charged yeah. with this and you have 21 years in prison. Ricky comes in. He, I forget what it was. He killed some people and they, they, they put him through the metal detector and it goes off and the two, there's two guards that run at him and they both from, from his left and right, try to use their batons to strike him. Mm. And he just throws his hand, his arms up and blocks yeah. both. And just like, it's with no effort. And you're like, Oh, this guy's not made like the rest. Well, he always has such an intense look on his face, too. Oh, always. So then they scan him, and of course, there's like the five bullets in him, which later on we learn. Which we find out later on. Shot him with him. Yeah, he but he leaves them in there because uh, what does he say? It's like yeah, uh, souvenirs. Souvenirs, right? Yeah, because he <laughs> the the one uh, administrator or whatever says, "Why didn't you get the doctor to remove the bullets?" And he says, "They're souvenirs," which you know that's pretty badass. So we got an idea of what this really oh. is like. Oh yeah, Ricky's a fucking badass. He's the that is not. Badass. There's not a question about that. 
it's pretty fun. They start they start world building like at this point now, where they like establish that like the the prison is run by like the gang of four. So there's like four different like north, yeah, south, on east, the, west. On the inmate side, the gang of four runs things, and then you have like the corrupt uh, warden and assistant warden, right? So Dustin, yeah. can I ask you? Did you watch uh, with subtitles or did you watch with dub? I watched subtitled. Okay, I think we. So then we all probably watched the same version. Yeah. Um, because I know that in. In the version that we watched, do you know the names of the of the four? Uh, one of them is Tarzan or Tarzan or Tizan. Tizan, I think. Um, uh, one of them is God. Yeah, there's God, and then there's Huang Chung. I think Ahai uh, is the other one. So I, I I think that in a different version, we're going to come up to a character named Silly Lung. Oh yes, uh, and I think he has a different name. So like people are named differently, I think, whether you watch the the dub version or you watch the uh, okay. Yeah. yeah. I see that. I, I on Letterbox they've got them listed as West Block, North Block, East Block, and South Block, so that you know the gang of four which section of the prison they're from, but they have they have different names than they Yeah, get. so let's talk about these four these four characters that we'll be introduced to. Um so you've got North Block is the first that's villain. the guy with the tattoo on the back. Uh, no, no, he's South Block. Is he North Block? Who's the guy he kills right away? He That's kills North guy. No, no, you know he kills the guy before that. Oh yeah, but the guys he killed before that aren't aren't actually in the game. I think he kills they're North. They're like under them. Oh, they're under them. Oh, okay. He kills so those he, guys in that room. They're bullying. They're bullying that older guy. Yeah, uh, in the shower room with the train. Yeah, with the train, and then uh, as they're leaving, he trips the one guy, and the dude yeah, falls down. That's the North. Spikes. No, no, that that's North. Not, he's not one of the four gang. Of oh, four. he's not one of the four. No, after no. that, the tattoo guy comes. Oh, in and okay. He's like you're, you know, pissing the wrong people off, kind of thing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah you're right. Okay, but so, so he starts off. I, I want. To, I, we have to talk about every fucking scene in this movie. Um, yeah, we might as well start from the beginning and then just go. So the whole yeah, so we've got him. He comes into the prison. He's doing that. So then he ends up going into the showers after this old man. Is it Ma? I think. Yeah, Ma. He's getting like slapped around by these guys. They give him a hard time. He's supposed to get out on parole, but apparently these prisoners they have a say in whether or not the guy gets paroled. Like they tell the wardens whether yeah. they should parole him, whether they're playing ball or whatever. Yeah, and so uh, as far as I can tell, this old guy's only crime was. He was mad that they took his towel or something. No, he, yeah, he says something rude to them. And he's also in prison for a, a bullshit reason. Like, cause he, he, he was trying to get his wife to the hospital for her cause she was pregnant yeah. and he, uh, he, he killed somebody while driving. He hit a cop or something. It, ha- it yeah. happened to be a cop. It would have been a trap traffic infraction but it, because it was a cop he ended up getting 10 years right. in prison and we have these corrupt prisons that we know about so yeah so he's in prison anyway he gets bullied and our hero and i will say he is a hero yeah ricky o shows up he does not like what is happening to ma yeah i mean they they claw like ma's face but then yeah so he trips the one dude they hit well I, no that was a don't... weird thing they, they, they hit they they hit him with it looks like a plane. Yeah, he has a plane. Oh, it's be- the plane. Yeah, right. yeah. Put and the they so if anybody doesn't know what a face, if anybody doesn't know what a plane <laughs> is, plane is um, it's a it's a like an instrument that's used to like um, 
It's like uh, a tool like used strips, to shave, strip off shave of wood, down, strips yeah. off they, of wood. Yeah, they 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 cut a huge deep furrow, like yeah, up his the nose, like into his forehead. <laughs> yeah. As soon as I saw that, I'm like, oh shit, because I think that's the first you see. You started, you started to get a little bit hard, like right away. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, <laughs> his dick was out. <laughs> I mean, it was out the whole time, boys. But uh, I saw that and I'm like, oh, shit. Like, like that's crazy. And then literally like 15 seconds, 10 seconds later, the dude falls on, what is that? Like a, He falls a, on a, a, a piece of two by four that has nails about a in dozen it? nails in it. And gets yeah. his hand and his face. <laughs> and his eye, yeah. His I don't eyes. understand where that came from. But man, that was, was fucking carrying. awesome! Like it was um, a piece that came off that train or that toy. It was train perfect placement. That's that's yeah. all I care about. Yeah. And then, uh, so then the other guy kind of attacks him, and he punches him like in the ribs, and like devastates the guy's fucking rib area. Yeah, um, the two sidekicks. That was fucking cool. So pretty much what you got here is you got like Ma gets like fucked up, and the this leader of the not this gang leader but like this like soldier of the gets like he's all jacked up now because he's got a fucking nails through his eyes in his hand right yeah. and then you, you cut to one of the most amazing sports scenes i've ever seen in a film in which you have a dozen men playing basketball who have obviously never seen a game of basketball <laughs> uh-huh these people were given a ball and a hoop and said, figure it out. <laughs> and then filmed like a nature documentary. Well, the best part about all these other prisoners is they act like children compared to every, you know, our main characters. Like they're like mm-hmm. kids, right? Like they run they around oh. and they're like, "Oh, whoa, what's happening? Oh, let's go see this. Let's go see that." That's kind of once Ricky starts fighting back, and they're you know like they have this very like worshipful sort of, "Oh, Ricky, like he's our hero. He's gonna save us," kind of thing. Like, yeah. and this is kind of something that we're gonna be talking about, I think, throughout the entire film, which is what is the intent of the filmmakers? Uh, like, are they like how aware of the are they of what they're doing? Oh, I can tell you that like, intent. Their intent is to fuck shit. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And, I, but and what I mean is, is like, are they? Are they in on the joke? Are, are they super in on the joke? Like, are I they so, so in on it, or are they not in? Like, it, I, mean, I don't. It, I, to be honest, so I don't were, care where they land. But right, like, because yeah. whatever they've done is amazing. But I like it's a bit to hard think to say that, because I feel like it has to be that they are coming at it from a bit of a comedic perspective, but maybe they are just playing it straight. Like, cause if you ever read manga or you see certain anime cartoons, they can be very self-serious, right. And, and super intense. And it's just like, Oh, this guy powers up and then uh, he smashes the shit out of somebody or whatever. Right. Yeah. And they're not necessarily playing that for laughs, but there's just something about the presentation of the movie that makes me think that these guys knew that it was funny. I mean, I'm kind of curious of like how this movie even got made. And also this movie had, the rating that it had, I forget what it was, oh, but it yeah, was... like the the three. I think it was an NC seventeen well, X rating. In, in Hong Kong, they had like level two, level three, this kind of thing. This yeah. was the first one ever rated level three, which is like, yeah, it's the equivalent of like NC seventeen or X, basically. 
Yeah, so it's like it obviously then didn't have very wide distribution, <laughs> hence why it probably didn't do very good. Yeah, and it, yeah, so I think also right. So if it was in Hong Kong, they were like we talked about on Full Contact too. Like there was a period of time where a lot of violent movies were coming out of the Hong Kong scene. Nothing. I mean, I haven't seen much else on this level, and like in terms of how gory things get uh, from there. So this is like it's whole a whole new uh yeah tier that we're on they've powered up just like ricky o oh yeah because we i want to talk about the flashbacks though because we do get these flashbacks and i wasn't entirely clear on the the timeline where he flashes back to when he was training with his uncle to like get these powers and abilities in the first place sorry the best thing about that okay i found when he's he says oh you're you're ricky and uh when you were a kid, you were really strong, and that's why I called you Ricky. <laughs> yeah, so I, I wrote Instead this down. Instead of Rick. So in the, yeah, in the graveyard, he, he says pretty much exactly that. He goes, uh, his uncle says, your name was Rick, but you were as strong as a bull at seven or eight. So I called you Ricky. What? Oh yeah. Oh okay. <laughs> yeah. No, no. You Sweet. know. Thanks, you, Uncle. You can you can fuck around with a Rick, but once you hit a Ricky, yeah, you're like, watch no. so, the fuck out. <laughs> so that's a couple of scenes from now. So then we have so Ma hangs himself, right? Yeah. This kind of sets Ricky off a little bit. Then we have the shower scene where Ricky's gonna get fucked up because he fucked with the North Gang, right? So that was the gang he messed with. He so silly. This is where Silly Lung shows up. He's referred to earlier. Silly Lung is in. Uh, uh, he's in solitary, but he's about to get out. He's in solitary because he ate a bunch of food. He ate a horse, or a, he ate a, a horse. Whole... They say, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. So he's about to get out. All right. Oh shit! They're in the shower. Silly Lung shows up. He's this really really heavy set dude. Yeah. yeah. And, he and said, he's like, he like they, I was promised like a bag, a 40 kilograms of rice. I was, I was prob- yeah, I was promised 30 kilograms of rice to Damn. kill you or something like that. He punches a hole in Silly Lung. Yeah, he just punches a hole in his torso. <laughs> in his torso. Like he literally rips across his stomach. It was so he good. Rips. It was amazing. It and was his amazing. guts are like falling out. Was yeah. it this scene or the earlier one where it showed like the X-ray punch when he like punched the one dude in the head? And it no, that's, that's later. On. That's later. Well, there was a couple yeah. though. There's one early. No, and there's one, one X-ray. No, there's two. At least in the version I watched, there was two. Well, I, one, like, right I only near remember the one. Of the movie. I only anyway. remember one. And it punches wh- a guy in the in the in the head when he fights the guy with the back tattoo. Yeah. But okay. Maybe I'm. There might be another one. Yeah, fuck. Let's, let's just insane. let's just hit pause and let's watch it, and then we'll get back. I could watch this whole movie again right now. I mean, this I is definitely a movie where, while I was watching it, I was having a great fucking time, but I was also thinking, man, I wish I was watching this movie with you guys. Like, yeah, how much? Yeah, I? this. If we get to a point where we can rent a a movie theater, like it's affordable <laughs> to rent a theater, and but we can have like forty people show up. It would be fun to have like our friends come, yeah, and watch this movie. <laughs> yeah, this is crazy. This is like so nuts, though. Like this shower scene, like establishes him. He like he he fucks silly lung up. He punches through his he punches his stomach, but like doesn't go through it. He goes like sideways and like <laughs> skims it, and just pretty much like uh, what's the word where you disembowel? Yeah, like, yeah. 
he disembowels him and silly lung is just like bleeding out yeah it's gross it's fucking um, yeah. it's yeah, it's nuts it's awesome <laughs> uh Straight and up. the guards keep calling um they keep calling like one punch like murders like whenever like somebody like punches somebody and they die they keep calling it a nuisance like this is such a nuisance stop being such a nuisance it's like no they're like straight up murdering each other guys it's really irritating um and this is is this when they bring him before the ward the assistant warden and he gets like the warden uh, no, this is, well, no then i think then we have the flashback scene to the graveyard um where he like he they do the scene that you said he's training uh, you get yeah, like a training. dragon ball z almost kind of thing you know where he's i like, don't I've never seen Dragon Ball Z. Well, but it's I'm just like guessing. the kind of thing where they power up and like they get these abilities. Well, like he's sitting there yeah. and he does like glowing energy around him and shit. So they start doing this thing where they start like literally breaking gravestones yeah. in a graveyard <laughs> where I'm thinking his parents are buried. Seems disrespectful. But his uncle starts throwing gravestones at him. Like, well, hey, them over I mean, and over if and you're going to leave gravestones lying around, then what the fuck? If you're going to leave them lying around, you know, marking graves like with some words like on death, them death that are marking where a dead person is. Yeah, is fucking, and they start just fucking throwing him and tossing at him, and he's just like ka ka ka, like he's just like breaking them up, like it's no big the deal. There's this one awesome part where the one grave comes a little bit quicker than he's expecting, and he's like, "I don't have time to punch this," so he just turns his back to it, <laughs> and it just explodes <laughs> on his back. It's like so uh. fucking crazy. Oh man, it's so good. It's so nuts. I mean, I do have to say, like, Ricky is definitely like the embodiment of like a Gary Sue type of character, right? Where he's all powerful. Like you can't you can't really hurt him very much. And he's just like but I mean that's what makes it fun because he's so over the top ridiculous. Like he's like almost like a god, right? Yeah. I mean, there is times where you think, Oh man, did they hurt him this time or did they get him what's he gonna do now? I mean, I'm just thinking of the one fight where he fights the guy with the back tattoo. And I don't even know where we are in the movie. I don't know what comes after this flashback. After this flashback, after the flashback, he talks to the assistant warden. But I think this is a a, a really cool time or a good time to talk about, about Ricky and like his character. Right. So there's something that's really interesting about him, which is that he, he, he doesn't show a lot of emotion for the most part. Um, but he's incredibly sympathetic to like people like lower, uh, call them lower class people or people who are lower on the, like the hierarchy of him. Like, yeah, like he has a huge heart for Ma and later well, on, he's, he doesn't want, he doesn't like seeing anyone mistreated. It seems like, yeah. Later on, uh, we are introduced to Ma's, uh, uh, godson. Yes. Is it Ma's yeah. godson. I think so. It's somebody's godson we're introduced to, and he's, uh, I think he's deaf and mute. Uh, we're introduced to him, and he's incredibly sympathetic I mean, to him. And, oh, yeah, you get that amazing that, scene. But the, the leaf-blowing scene. Oh, I mean, yeah. I started, yeah. I can't, I mean, it's bad, but I started laughing because he's like, oh, you to blow the leaf, to, like, because it shows Ricky doing this thing where he, you know, makes music with the leaf. Yeah. And then that guy's trying it, and he's like, oh, all you have to do is, like, roll your tongue like this and blow the wind. And then it's just like, he opens his mouth. And half of his tongue and is gone. 
Oh yeah. He's yeah, like, yeah. Oh, you don't have a tongue. And he's so sad that he can't do the leaf thing. Maybe he might yeah, he might not be deaf. I don't know. Whatever. He's something. There's this there's this mm. interesting thing that happens with Ricky, which we're, we're gonna get more into as like the as the movie continues, but to establish is that uh Ricky fights all of these people throughout the film. These people want to kill him, and at every opportunity ricky tries to save them right like he does not want to kill them like he he mm-hmm. genuinely wants to save them at a certain point right he's like when when they become like uh what's the word uh like they're they just they can't fight back anymore like they're they're, they're, they're disarmed they're defenseless yeah. he's like no like i'll like i'll help you like i'll i'll try to protect you at every step he tries to help these people um to varying effects but like ricky is like kind of the personification of good possibly in any movie we've watched <laughs> right like yeah i mean he has the temper he will fuck you up if you you know if you're unrepentant so but so did jesus <laughs> So did Jesus with those money lenders. I mean, yeah. Do you remember when Jesus punched that guy in the fist and his fist exploded like a fucking football full of meat? If Jesus could have done that, he would have. I mean, or, I, I, mean I it's think... true. If Jesus was half as powerful as Ricky, I mean, it'd be a whole different ballgame. Well, this this is true. I had yeah. something to say, but... You know. Jesus came back in, Jesus came back into what, three days? Ricky, Ricky would come back in two. Well, like you were talking about before, though, James, you, like, he does have those moments where he kind of seems like he gets hurt. Like he's fighting the tattoo guy in the yard and that guy like sprays a bunch of glass up into his face and his eyes. And yeah. Shit. Into his eyes. Well, we can't talk about that scene without introducing one of the greatest sidekick villains, minor bosses yeah. in film history, the assistant warden. Yeah. With his <laughs> porn all over on the shelf. So this guy is amazing. He has a claw hand. He has what we find <laughs> out to be a glass eye full of mints. Yeah. <laughs> and when I say mints, guys, I'm talking about edible mints that he shakes into his hand like a pepper shaker. Uh, he's got the most amazing spread. So looking at like the food in oh, front wait, of wait, him. Wait. Are, they, are they mints or are they the pills that they have to give to the other, no. like the main warden? No, they're mints. Because he has to take those pills in order yeah, to prevent him no, from... He, he pops them all throughout the movie. Okay. And he, I think, I think he, it says He mints. offers them at one point. He mm-hmm. offers mints that's to right, somebody. That's right. You're introduced to this guy. He has a claw hand. And you think, all right, this is just like early 90s, just it's, like villainizing a disability. It's and you, so and then comical, it turns out to be, though. It turns out to be... No, this is so much more than that. He has... What you can obviously see is a wall of porn behind him uh-huh. from afar yeah porn vhs's good for him whatever he's into i'm okay with likes that to, likes to display i mean when you have a collection you want to display it right oh definitely you want everyone to well, know the size of your collection <laughs> but he he has this spread in front of him including a i'll get to it one thing in a second uh tw- well, it looks to be 12 hard-boiled eggs and that's not to uh, that's circum like, uh, surrounding his, his grotesquely his, his grotesquely um, Philip Jackson brain dead style steak. Oh yeah, that he very, cuts yeah. into oh, steak that, he's, that yeah. he cuts into and has the goopiest, most disgusting blood. Like, it looks like they it. just cut a slab off the cow and plopped it on a plate. 
Yeah. Uh, with the thickest, most congealed blood. That's uh, so fucking gross. <laughs> I look tasty. Then he, then he takes a drink, and then I saw this is the first time I see there's a white ball floating around in his glass of water. And then he takes it out, and that's his fucking eyeball. It's just like <laughs> sitting in his glass of water he's, and drinking. He has, he's missing an eye. <laughs> Uh, it's great. So after after we're introduced to him, then they well they they talk about how Ricky. Uh, he's like, oh Ricky, let me let, let me read your your rap sheet. And then they say, hey Ricky, you went to university to learn to play the flute. Yeah. <laughs> when you're Ricky, you don't worry about your men. You know. Your I mean, it's badass that he went to. He's, he's hey, very secure. Hey, no one's questioning any of that. It's just that like. I'm thinking my man went to school to play the flute. Fuck yeah. Well, they, and then that's when oh, they start grilling him about like, but then you disappeared for two years. Where did you go? Yeah. Who do you work for? Are you like, they're asking him if he's like an undercover agent basically and stuff like that. And he's just like, he doesn't, I mean, Ricky doesn't say a lot. He's, no, he doesn't. He's a strong silent type for the most part. So, but then he brings, he, the warden or the assistant warden shows the picture of his girlfriend, doesn't he? Yeah. And then he uh, puts it on the table on the desk and then he goes to grab it and then he puts his claw right into his hand. Yeah. (laughs) Right through it. And so this is like the first time that you feel, okay, like, is he, is he hurt? Like he's actually hurt or. Yeah. I mean, he always feels like, it seems like he feels pain. It's just that the injuries don't like prevent him from continuing to, you know, destroy everything in his path. Yeah. So uh, with his hand pinned to the desk, he like breaks the desk to release his hand from the claw. But then like, I forget, does he step back and then he does something where he like... Well, the warden like pulls out a gun and shoots at him and he flips backwards and he uses like one of the trays from the the table to like, to block the bullet. And then he goes up to the warden and he like, he puts a fist in his face, but he doesn't actually punch him. Oh, but it hurts. <laughs> and he's like, you are a demon because you didn't even touch me and it hurt anyway. Yeah. <laughs> that was so good. Like putting his fist near his face was enough to be painful. Yes. <laughs> I, so my note. emanating from Ricky. So my notes here have that uh, we do the Ricky goes to school part and then the introduction of uh, what I put as another entry into the dumb knife club. <laughs> Uh, which is a gigantic sword looking thing that looks like a um, the thing that you use to like put like, like a schmear. You know what I mean? Like a schmear right. knife. A spread, a butter spreading like knife. Yeah, except, except for it's, it's got, it's got like, spikes on it. It has spikes all around it. What was your problem with that weapon? Yeah, I, I don't get it. What, what's it's just, no, I'm not saying it's bad. No, no, no. So my 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 dumb knife club has has now like kind of like morphed into just dumb knives. Right. Like I've, had, I've had dumb guns that you didn't like in several. Yeah. Movies. Well, my dumb guns club has now or museum has now morphed into just like more of a fun, fancy, free thing where I'm not getting as hung up on these things as I used to. Right. The new, the dumb, I'm trying to remember some of the past dumb knives. I remember there was one in a movie, maybe it was Cobra, where the bad guy had like, yeah, like it's a Cobra. guard with spikes it's, on it or something. It's yeah. absolutely Cobra. That was a custom knife. Yeah. We're going to do Cobra again soon, guys. <laughs> 
Anyway, we got this gigantic. We got the introduction of this gigantic fucking knife, and then this is actually where we find out that the warden has the uh, mints in his fake eye. Yeah, we got that kind of all kind of, and then we're coming up to, this is a big deal. This is the crucifixion. Right. Right. Where the guy with the back tattoos like up on the cross, just hanging out, and then here comes Ricky. Yeah, but who do they have hanging on the cross? It's Ma. Is it no. Ma? I thought Ma killed himself. No, it's not Ma. It's the oh, there's it's the a guy that brought the food. Yeah, it's the guy who brought the food. It's oh, yeah. uh, it, it's like a like a like a just a regular another prisoner. Prisoner. Um, Where he's like, stay strong, Ricky. So yeah, and this so is the guy is the first of the gang of four that he goes up against. Yeah, so this is one of the most amazing fights, like fight scenes. Yeah, uh, uh, this is where we get that big sword. This is where we get glass to the eyes, uh, which he the, then washes out by <laughs> yeah. opening a water main. Yeah. Okay. That, so before face. before that though, we have also have the he starts fighting the guy with the tattoos, right? Yeah. He then he he doesn't know what to do because he's he gets blinded by glass, which I think is supposed to be like in the, um, in like the, the hilt of the knife, I think. Yeah. He like, it's like a, it's something you'd see like in a WWF match where they would throw yeah. like the powder in the guy's <laughs> eyes or whatever. And this is given to, even. this is given to, uh, the tattoo guy by, uh, the, the assistant warden. Yeah. He's like, take care of him the way we take care of him or something or people. Yeah. Cause it is important to, state that the gang of four work in conjunction with these corrupt wardens yeah, yeah. and this is the most crazy this is so nuts so so ricky finds like a hard spot on the on the ground and he like does an elbow drop on it kind of thing and it's like a water main or like yeah, a it's, sprinkler it's like he clears he clears out his eyes his eyes are like full of glass and he just like yeah <laughs> sprays him he then once his eyes are clear he then hits the guy in the head so hard that his eye pops out yes yeah. and, and crows very, take it and very quickly vulture <laughs> crows take it as if uh, like this, this they, they were just like animals. well obviously eventually an eye is going to come out <laughs> well people a lot of people will miss an eyes in this particular oh, yeah. prison i mean it's this easy. is also crazy this is also insane because so Ricky's arm, like his forearm now at this point is like cut like a oh, yeah. six he sliced inch him gash. With the blade. He yeah. sliced his tendon. Cut the tendon. Yeah, he, yeah. He's like a like an eight six eight inch gash on his on his arm, and they're like, "Oh, you're like you're you're all cut up, right?" Yeah. What are you gonna and do? What are you gonna do? And he t- takes his teeth and he ties off a tendon. Yeah in his arm with his teeth and then a person in the crowd is like works again a person in the crowd is like oh he just tied off his tendon and then his arm works like like hot wearing a car or something if you just like tie these it's pretty amazing together then the tendons will work the way they're supposed to i mean as soon as he tied it it was just like he he kind of like flexed his his uh hand and it's like all good all good to go now (laughs) fixed back to normal this Uh, is like such an amazing fight scene because then you have like two more absolutely bonkers and thing insane things happen you have uh he he, he like rips open his own bowels like yeah. his yeah. own like stomach the guy. Yeah. yeah and then he and tries to strangle to strangle ricky and then you get a great line from the assistant warden what does he say 
He says, you, you got guts. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> you got real guts. And this is after Ricky like kind of escapes. This is where you get the x-ray punch. Yeah. Where like it like eviscerates his head. Yeah, and it crushes his brain and skull inside it, or whatever. It, yeah, it, crush, it crushes all that, but then it shows his face and it looks like nothing has happened. Yeah, nothing's right, happened. Outside. Yeah. I mean, Ricky, man, he has got... He can hurt you without touching you with a punch. Right. He can That's like... He's, he's a demon, man. I mean, he like, at this point, it's like, okay, like, what else are you going to throw at us? Like, he can do everything, but it does get better. It does get better. Gets even crazier. It's wild. It's so fucking wild. I mean, like, so now we're leading into um, the godson, right? This is where we. This is where we learn that the the godson has his tongue cut out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, where the leaf scene and stuff. You now, do have that. Sorry, you do have that awesome scene with the other three leader of what? What yeah. do we call them? I don't like gang North of four. West, South, okay. whatever. Yeah, yeah. So they're, the other they're three. Referred to, they're referred to as the Gang of Four. Yeah. Okay, so the other three of the Gang of Four bring the godson into a room where the guy with the back tattoo is like on a bed and reveal a sheet and they've cut the back tattoo yeah, yeah, off and put it on the, the wall. Tattoo. Oh, man, it's amazing. I love it. It's awesome. Like, it's so fucking cool. And like, like, they've got... This dude who just has like, yeah, they just have like his skin just there. And this is where it's like kind Some of like weird. Cannibal lector shit. <laughs> because this is where like, I, I realized at this point that it was based on a manga. Like it was Japanese instead of Chinese. Because mm -hmm. it was just so Japanese at this point. This is not a Chinese film thing. Like this is a manga Japanese thing. Where like you have the tattoos and you have like the this like all this other shit. Well, even the tattoos struck me as like Japanese style tattoos, right? As opposed, yeah. To I, I I started thinking about it then. As soon as I saw the tattoos, I was like, okay, this is just like not what I would have expected from this, right? Now that they have like his actual like fucking his uh like his body is like the on the wall. Yeah, yeah. They they scalped his chest or his back. Is this where back, we, yeah. we get the scene though, where like Ricky plays the flute in his cell? <laughs> I think that pops up later. This is a really funny scene too, though, because so they tell like th this is where the the one guy, um, the guy who's like very fey. Um, oh, it's actually a, a, a woman actor. Yeah, it's a woman. That uh, oh, okay. Them. That's that's cool. That's... Although it's not clear in the movie if she is portraying a male or a female. She might. She might actually supposed to be kind of a fey male character. Yeah, I definitely me, was questioning it the whole time. I'm like, is that a woman or is that not a woman? I thought it was just kind of cool that they just had this like kind of androgynous character. Like, mm. I thought like, oh, okay, this is kind of cool. Like, mm. Yukari Oshima is the actress that. Uh... Yeah, uh, she and she, I think she well she does a great job um, as this character, but um, so she overhears the the godson talking to ricky and saying oh like ricky's like where did you get those 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 leaves and uh or whatever and the godson's like oh in the south i think it was it's south like a, yeah garden south garden and he realizes that it's poppies right so they're making heroin she sorry she brings this to the gang of four 
And they're like, well, there's not really any evidence to prove that he did this. So mm-hmm. we can't kill him. And I'm like, <laughs> all of a sudden, these bad guys are just like, well, I mean, we can't just kill them. standards they've got to. Yeah, we, we have, like, okay, we might be the gang of four, but we have standards, <laughs> goddammit. We should mention, too, that each of the gang of four have sort of like a special ability or weapon or or whatever like yeah. the one guy has like the ropes with the the blades on the end yeah, of the- god has the the ropes with the with the blades yeah uh, and then tarzan, tarzan or tarzan, tarzan or whatever he's like really big uh and strong uh yeah. and what is her special thing is she just really fast or something she's just like incredibly oh. skilled oh she fights different Un- yeah unconventional kung fu is yeah that right that's right <laughs> It's unconventional. That is a special ability. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, okay. So after this, when he finds the leaves and stuff, does he then go immediately and burn it? Yeah. So this is where they they cut the guy's skin off, which is super weird. And then they burn the poppy fields. Well, yeah. uh, Yeah, Ricky Ricky does. Yeah. And this actually, so we were talking about the unconventional. um, This is where it's a Hong Chan. this is where they reveal that they are known for uncon, uh, from my notes, known for unorthodox kung fu. Right, like yeah. that's what they they actually say that, and then they say, uh, Tizan, uh big guy, big like, guy. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a, she, so he's about to fight her, but then God shows up and he like throws some of his uh, ropes. Like they both fighting him there, and they like throw some of the rope spikes through him and stuff. Yeah. And then, um, but then Tizan shows up and he's like, oh no, like I have to fight Ricky one-on-one. He like wants yeah. to have like a challenge with him. He doesn't want to like have a three-on-one fight. Oh, but then, but then the warden says we need to put it in a one minute lockdown or a one minute or something. Well, this is what, so yeah, what happens, it, what ends up happening is, is that um, he ends up in a one-on-one fight with Tizan. No, yeah. But before that, there's a lockdown where these but there's a lockdown. come out of the wall and start shooting at everyone who's not like back. Oh, in the yeah. yeah. And then, and then, yeah. And then the uh, one of the underlings says, but so and so is out there still. Right. And he's yeah. like, I don't care. We're going into lockdown. And then it starts opening fire on the mm-hmm. gang of four as well as just like the average people. And then they go into that room that starts, uh, like starts filling with. with- Concrete. So it's just filling with fucking cement. Yeah. Yeah. And um, then he runs and like jumps through, through a through steel door. Which is <laughs> <Yeah>. awesome. <laughs> so good. And I then, mean, um, yeah. What can he do? And then they got him in the cell. This is isn't this when the actual full warden now comes back to the prison with his son? Yeah, it is. So this is so this like super uh and I don't know how to describe this other than very I don't know, is this movie like a, a kung fu film, a martial arts film? Like, I don't know what you want to call it. Like, but this is a very like Asian cinema thing where uh, like X is supposed to happen. It doesn't happen. It almost turns into like a like like a talkies version of like a scene where like the warden's supposed to show up, he's late, and all, all of a sudden asleep. everybody's asleep. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like everybody, like a, waiting for him, and then they like yeah. it's a big goof. So yeah, everybody's. But this is one of the things that leads me to think that the movie is supposed to be comedic, right? 
Like there's all these little touches like this where it's supposed to, it's played for laughs. Yeah. And this is what, yeah. So we're introduced to the, to the warden and the warden is M bison level, like <laughs> grandiose and evil and bad. And then he's and, got his weird fucking son tagging around. around. So how yeah. old do you think that kid is? I don't know because he's, he's like a man, but he's like dressed like a little boy and acts like a little boy. Yeah. And yeah, so I've, I've I've heard other people say that he looks like he's like in his twenties. Yeah. I thought he looked like he was like 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 fourteen or sixteen. Yeah, that's what I think. I'm not really sure. I I don't know what he's he might supposed to be a teenager, but like I thought he looked like he could be twenty. So I don't know. But the point is, he acts like super childish, like a little kid. Yeah, and he's clearly much older than the way that he's like, behaving. But he's like very very much like arrested development like mm-hmm. in the worst possible way <laughs> he's just like an annoying petulant brat he's like super spoiled and like he's always like trying to eat snacks and shit yeah like that. Okay, so then yeah. uh the warden is like going over like what's been going on and the assistant warning warden is saying okay this is what's going on this is what's going on and we've had six deaths in the last he's, month. Oh, he's like oh and the poppy fields burned down and he's like what why so many deaths? <laughs> we don't have that many normally. Like, well, Ricky showed up. <laughs> yeah, I have in my notes here that this is also where uh, an eye is poked out and the kid eats a candle. <laughs> Wait, who's I? Oh, yeah, he pokes out with like a cane, uh, one of the prisoners or whatever. Or was it a guard who's like complaining about something and he like sticks him in the eye, the warden? I don't know. I honestly can't remember at this point. It's There's crazy. So many, like, yeah, he, eyes that get popped out. So many eyes get poked out. So like arms that get ro- torn off. And so we got that happening, and then, and then we've got like um, the scene in which, fucking, uh, it's like the break free from cement scene, right? Yeah. And this is where we're seeing like, uh, uh, it's the Tizen showdown, right? Yeah, this is this is in the cell that he's chained up. He's encased in concrete, and the warden and the assistant warden and his son come down to like look at him and talk to him. Ricky like breaks free and breaks, breaks the chain. The, breaks the chains, yeah. And, and then this is where that other guy comes. Is Tizan? Yeah, Tizan, the, the big guy. Tizan comes to and, fight him. And Tizan. then they, yeah, and they fight. And then he tries to push. He tries to push Ricky's head through yeah. the bars. the bars. He pushes him through the through the mouth. Yeah, he like takes off Does that happen? part of his like lower jaw with yeah, the punch. He... <laughs> <laughs> this is like he takes his jaw clear off, I think. Yeah, this is like a bloody mess goop hanging there. Uh and you yeah, think it's... he's dead. But uh... But he's not, and he, he ends up like so the ceiling ends up like coming down and and uh like a, trash, ends up, like a star wars trash compactor scene. Yeah, yeah very bond villain this yeah and tyzen right ends up trying to like hold up the ceiling and this is another scene where ricky like while he was just trying to fight this person well tyzen tries to save that, him tyzen realizes that his loyalty was worthless to the wardens like he was like, hey, but, i but, did everything you asked of me and then they're not gonna they don't care they're gonna squish him anyway so now he's like yeah him and Ricky are kind of like not on the same but, side. Like, I, what I like, what I like about this movie is, is how unapologetically honest the film is. Like the film has no cynicism in like, in the sense that as soon as 
Ricky sees a person in a vulnerable position, mm-hmm. he automatically takes their side. So he's automatically like, oh no, like Tizan is like, he's he vulnerable. He tried to kill me a minute ago, but that doesn't matter now. <laughs> but that doesn't matter. Like that, that's nothing right now. Like mm-hmm. I'm going to try to save him. Like Ricky is possibly the greatest hero we've ever talked about <laughs> in a movie. Like I, this pure. movie, I, this movie is fucking amazing, guys. It really I mean, it's, is. It, it's really hard to convey like how bananas it is to watch. And it's because, you know, like it is kind of like an anime come to life. Like if you watch some of these old anime, like Fist of the North Star or even like Berserker and shit like that, this is, this feels like someone's like, yeah, let's just take that and make it into a movie where a guy can just like punch people's heads off and shit. Yeah. Uh, but then, then at the same time, after this scene, Ricky is taken and he's like buried for seven days. Yeah. Oh yeah, with a little bamboo thing to breathe through. Right. So it's like Ricky at the same. While he could also like kill everybody, he's not just railing against this thing, like this like this well, oppressive that, force. That, well, from what we know about Ricky, he could es- he could escape at any time he wants to, but he's there to like actually help all the prisoners and like uncover what's all this, this shit that's going on in the prison. Yeah. So he doesn't. Well, okay, so, okay. So that's what you're led to believe that he's just trying to work his way up to where did the drugs come from? I think so because you know, his girlfriend is the one that discovered those opium dealers. Right. Right. And then died and then he kills the drug dealers. So now he's in the prison and he's, he's found out that there's, this is where these opium is coming from. They're growing it inside the prison. Yeah. So, it's, I guess. I mean, that makes a lot of sense. It's just not very. The connective tissue isn't really. Yeah, well that actually I, that actually makes sense. That that makes sense now that you're saying that that that's what the plot is supposed to be. Because uh, at I first you're just like, of, why the hell is he even in here? He could just do, you know do whatever he. Well, wants, and really. that's a really good question. Is like, why is Ricky even in prison? Yeah, like, and, he could obviously just. Yeah, and I think Dustin's right. I think he's just trying to find out where the drugs are coming from and go all the way to the like top. Yeah, and but also help the people that are in the prison too, because it's an unjust prison, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah totally. Like he's he Ricky is obviously the most pure of heart person. Yeah. And one of the most pure of heart people that we've ever talked about on the podcast. Like I mean, he, you know he's pure of heart when you see him running in that field with his girlfriend oh yeah <laughs> oh yeah with After those he, airplanes like, <laughs> yeah That's airplane sweet. in the helicopter and then it says know, some man. kind of poem or something so good i mean so the best montages ever yeah this part where he's buried the one one of the uh the four there's like some dog for some reason. Well, now we're down to two, basically. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. there's a. There's she kicks a, the dog in she, half. Yeah, she kicks the dog in half. Like, what the fuck? And then drops a water. That was dog so fucked down up. The, down the bamboo tube. And so then he Ricky. Won't be able to breathe. It was the Ricky heart. Just it, has it was it. the heart of. Yeah. So, so Ricky's in this pit. He's buried underneath, like, underneath the ground, right? This movie is ridiculous. It's, it's so, so ridiculous. So he's buried. Sorry, he's buried underneath the ground. He's supposed to be buried for seven days. He has a bamboo like 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 silo so he can breathe. But they 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 put a dog's heart down the tube so that he can't breathe. But then he breaks the tube in half. Yeah. And yeah, then somehow has like a, like his mouth a cavern. Something? Well, because he's a flutist. He's a flutist. Oh right, he's a flutist. 
A flautist? Flautist. Oh yeah, because so he, he can, starts uh, playing he starts playing the flute <laughs> with the so bamboo. This is where so this is where we actually get the scenes that show the girlfriend dying. Okay, this is when it flashes back to that. So yeah, this is when it flashes back. Yeah. yeah. This is why he's in prison. What my notes say, his girlfriend just died. This is why he's in prison. Sword of the Green Dragon Clan. Uh, five bullets equals uh, beat to death. So this is where he gets his five bullets. Yeah, <laughs> he goes to charge that guy. And so the guy just is like empties a gun into Ricky's torso. That does not stop him. No, nothing. <laughs> no. So he escapes this kind of shit. I mean, so they dig him out after the this ward. Days. Yeah, this and then the warden is like just like they double down on the warden is fucking Willy Wonka ch- evil child. Like this kid should have been sent down the fucking like chocolate river or whatever. <laughs> like, we also get the scene now. This is what I was talking about earlier, where we see them give the warden pills because he starts like spasming and like. Yeah, having like a seizure kind of thing, and you don't really know what you it is. You don't know why they're giving him these pills until the end of the movie, but we see some of that at this point. Now, okay, so they dig him up, they dig dig Ricky up, and then the chick fights him. Yeah, is that uh, they start having like the fight in the kitchen, the two of them? Yeah. So after this, what happens is like they do the thing with the kid, where it just like, kind of shows like how evil both they're trying to insinuate how evil they are, right? Ricky kind of has like his rebirth at this point. He has that rebar cell that he's stuck in. Well, he's he's oh yeah, better, right. He's better than Jesus because he comes back after seven days. Yeah, <laughs> boom. Uh, yeah, they have the rebar cell. He's beat with that wrench. Oh yeah, the rebar cell. Yeah. Like, and this is one of the craziest the things that happens. Hitting him with a wrench in the face over yeah. and over. <laughs> and, over and, and this is one of the craziest things that I've ever seen in a fucking movie is where they stuff razor blades in his taped mouth in his mouth yeah and then when they hope they take the tape off and they're like now tell us where you were for those two years he just spits all the razor well, blades out into the woman's face what's yeah, even awesome. in his cheeks yeah and stuff. Like, so the razor blades so they stuff razor blades in his mouth and the razor blades are poking out of his cheeks yeah like bursting out and they give him an opportunity to speak and he speaks Bits the razor blades at the warden and they fly into his face. Yeah. It's so fucked up. <laughs> and the best. James mm-hmm. is loving this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. Slap it down. Gore horror. Uh, how do we get to the sort of sequence where they end up in the kitchen? Because he comes in with the assistant warden, like as a hostage sort of the the main warden shoots the assistant warden with that like he calls it like an elephant gun it has like exploding rounds in it right yeah well there's a couple of things that happened before that um uh you have, like, you have some like fucked up scenes like they keep putting ricky in chains at that point um and he keeps escaping and then the the warden like drags that one dude with his like claw like a fish like a big tuna <laughs> Right across the floor. Isn't there... Okay, so I, I'm pretty sure the next scene is the warden in the kitchen and they're they're testing the food. Yeah, there's like the guy and they complain about because they're not getting enough. He's like showing them you need to cut down the rations and give them... Yeah, like, and not so getting I've, enough food. So then they he the warden takes the guy and then puts his arm... Like in the meat grinder. In the meat grinder. The know, assistant warden? Like giant to, no, the main warden. Oh, well, I have a scene before that where it says, um, 
Ivan Niv, this is fucking amazing ambush, uh, head punched off. Yeah, I do remember him punching a guy's head off there, but I don't remember what the circumstances were. And then I have a couple other notes, and then it says, yeah, Warden turns that guy's arm into ground beef. Yeah, so that's the part we're talking when he puts the guy in. He's like, there, now you have enough food. And he's got like a big plate yeah. of fucking meat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and now... This is, I think, this is where we introduce the uh, the gun because he's in warden sh- uh, warden shot explosion, and he cut the guy's leg off. Yeah, it's like the scene in that Monty Python movie where the fat guy eats all that food and then he just like takes one more bite of like a wafer and then explodes. Yeah, and then he shoves the other guy in the ass and he blew up. Yeah, God tries to escape because Ricky is like fucking him and the other girl up at the same time. And so he tries, to, there's like these little like dumbwaiter elevator things that people yeah. are trying to escape in. And They're trying he, to escape. God decides he's going to escape at that point and he runs into one of them and the warden decides to shoot him in the ass and then he explodes as well. Yeah. And this is, that's what the elephant got. And this is where we have like one of the most fucking crazy <laughs> turns in any movie we've ever watched. Yeah. Where all of a sudden the warden turns into some John Carpenter style, uh, yeah, like, like he hulk, he like hulks out. Yeah, he, like he hulks out totally. Rips it's out, he, like, nuts. Grows, grows into the Hulk. His arms grow, his legs grow, his face is all. I mean, it's cool. awesome. I was not expecting that. <laughs> And that's, the, that's what we learned. Like he's been taking these pills to prevent him from turning into this. And this is so nuts, man. Like this is so crazy. <laughs> it also and reminds this ends- me of the mother at the end of Dead Alive. We're brain, oh, we're brain dead. Totally. <laughs> it ends in one of the most bloody, disgusting scenes of any film we've ever watched. Yeah, apparently they used so much blood in that scene. It took like three days for to get the color off their skin. Yeah, that's yeah. what I heard. I heard that the character like he, Fancy he, he was the guy that played Ricky. Yeah, apparently he took many days to wash the red. But off. before and he that puts him nuts. in the meat grinder, he punches a hole right through his stomach. Yeah, stomach, which is awesome. But that doesn't even stop the warden because he's no. just, like super powerful at that point. Yeah. Uh, he has to actually put him in the meat grinding machine and like push him down into it. He's like still fighting when he's like all the way down to his waist. He's like still fighting with. Yeah. Like, so then he has to take his arms and push his arms into the meat grinder. And I, then the whole time there's like meat just spray coming meat, out. Blood just spraying everywhere. I fucking love this scene. It's so good. So like good. it is so good. Like it's executed like to like chef kiss like mwah, perfection. It's amazing. Like mm. it's, it's it's phenomenal. It's so it's amazing. Now I read that this movie may have inspired Mortal Kombat, the video game, and I could totally see that because like one for one, Ricky kind of looks like Liu Kang, but like also has like that whole fatality element, right? Where you you punch you fight to the death and you like actually punch people's heads off and punch holes in them and shit. It's just so ridiculous. I don't even know that we can truly do it justice talking about it. Like if you haven't seen this movie, yeah, you need to fucking see this movie. Like it's wild. So I guess my question, like with with this type of gore style movie, and like Brain Dead is kind of like in that category of like kind of gore. Um would this be like on like the Mount Rushmore of gore? I mean, it has to be up there, right? Like, yeah, I don't it know. Must I, be in contention. So I, so I, I don't know. My opinion of this film as a, 
in comparison to Brain Dead is is that I think Brain Dead is a much more disgusting film. Um, <laughs> right. That is trying to viscerally like make you sick. Whereas I feel like this movie, maybe because I, fucking twenty twenty one and I've I'm desensitized just doesn't have that yuck factor. Also, there's a lot of things that are happening between two people in this film, whereas Brain Dead, there's passive disgusting things. Right. Like people are eating things right. or pus like and shit. pus yeah. and like all yeah. that kind I of mean, shit. Like, I think you're right. I, like, I, don't, I don't think it's as gross as Dead Alive. No, I mean, not by any stretch of the imagination. But I think the gore level is there. Like, I just, yeah. They're both, they're both like... A comedic approach so it's totally. a hard thing to rank right because there's certain movies that are really gory but they're also very intense and like serious about the presentation this, of that gore yeah this movie definitely deserves to have like its name up there as far as like action movies and gore mm-hmm. and for, for what it's doing it's just doing it in, i believe a different way than brain dead right it's also it's it's gore is Gorgeous has so many like implications when you say that word. Like like yeah. like like Dustin said, like for as far as just like disgusting like grossness, like of pus and Yeah, I mean you know, that that's why I feel like like yeah, this this that isn't as like disgusting, but it falls like, in it falls in to me it falls in line like the the comedy wise comedy wise with- so with Dead Alive. So I, yeah. I think that the, there's there's a thing that we don't talk about with gore. So I, I think that oftentimes when we talk about gore in films, we're talking about gore in the sense of like for it to be comedic or for it to be like um, it's in jest, right? Whereas I think that we've watched movies that have been more gory and disgusting that have been more realistic like watching people get cut up like like sorry cut down in war or something like yeah that, yeah that i find much more disturbing right um right. watching watching like a guy like a soldier get cut down in war by a helicopter mm-hmm. um like bullets i think is much more disturbing mm-hmm. and 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 upsetting um right i, I don't want to watch <laughs> that again you know what i mean <laughs> yeah like, i mean this is a that, movie that this, it's full yeah. of splatter but I could watch this over and over. I can watch this, this over is, and over again because this is uh, this is fantastic. This this is like a, an escape yeah. from from life, and yeah. like so to me, this is like acceptable gore. Where it's like while it might be more disgusting with quotation marks, it's also easier to watch because it's fake. It's obviously fake. Yeah, it's very right? like over the top. Form. Where. I can watch this or Brain Dead, but like I don't want to watch somebody get hit by like a Black Hawk helicopter. Like that yeah. hurts my uh, my soul more, <laughs> right. and I I I I just don't want to watch that. So yeah, mm-hmm. as for is that, does that make sense? Yep. No, I think so. Well, let's get to the ratings. <laughs> <laughs> totally organic. We're switching over to the ratings section yeah. of the program. All right. Well, this is a really awesome uh, film. I th- I thought um, I was super happy to watch it. I'm really really great. Great first Patreon pick bodes well for Patreon picks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think our next pick is going to be coming from a little guy known as Wes. 
Yeah, I'm going to go West. If you're listening to, to this, tell him to start thinking about what he wants us to start thinking about your pick. So I want to say thank you uh, once again. Well, I'll say it again later, but thanks, Ryan, for, for picking this film. Uh, James, go ahead with your pick for this film. Yeah, so my personal reaction is a 10. Fucking love this movie. Definitely going to rewatch. Yeah, for sure. I'm going to recommend this just like, you know, Brain Dead or Dead Alive. I'm going to re- recommend it to any gore whore out there. And uh, But my overall reaction for action movie purposes is a 7 point two yeah my uh my reaction's a nine my overall score ends up being a 7.4 uh absolutely loved this had a great time with it I, i've been meaning to watch it for years and uh so i'm glad we finally uh got to do it on the show it's great it, it sounds like you didn't love it because he gave it a nine. Oh, sorry <laughs> <laughs> wait my overall score ended up being higher than yours <laughs> i know i know my personal reaction though is a 10 oh well Lottie fucking da, right? John? So I've, never, uh, I've never heard of this film before. I'm so I'm so excited that this brought to us. I don't think we could have asked for a better uh, first pick from our Patreon. Uh, yeah. I Overall, I gave this, sorry, my, my, my reaction for this film was a nine. My overall for this film was an eight. Absolutely loved this film. This is a must watch. Where for everybody that, where does that go so, on our, uh... that's a 7.5 which it makes it tied at 29 with upgrade oh wow man i mean upgrade's a very good movie very enjoyable in a very different way from this movie yeah i mean if i told people like if people said to me which is the better movie i would have to say upgrade but the movie that i like more uh, i would have to be ricky O. <laughs> right so I guess I would put Ricky ahead of Upgrade, personally. Yeah, I would say the same. I'd put it ahead. And it's actually, I mean, it's in good company with not just Upgrade, but just ahead of it is Army of Darkness. Oh, yeah. Well, that makes a lot of sense. So, John. Yeah, I, I, I totally agree. I'm, I'm putting this ahead of Upgrade. I, I liked Upgrade. I think I was actually kind of hard on Upgrade um, when I reviewed it. I think that, that was a, we had a guest on that episode, did we not? Yeah, we had the guy from the Amazing Androids uh, comic book podcast. Yeah, he had some amazing points, actually, uh, during that, which probably should change my my rating. I'm going to put this ahead of Upgrade. Part of it comes from the fact that it came out a bit so much earlier, and it had so much vision. And it just, I don't <laughs> it's know. A, it's, I, a very, it's a unique thing, right? Like, it's its own. You can't yeah. see too many movies like this. I don't ever want to know how self-aware it is. Like I want it to just exist where it exists in my head, but it's a film that I can't wait to just like tell every action like fan, like you need to watch this film. You're, you're, you're missing out. Watch it. It's a, it's great. So. All right. Well, I think uh, think we decided that James. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. So what number is it then? So I think it, well, let's see here. I just lost it. Uh, 29 new number 29. There you go. That's awesome. pretty respectable. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Ryan, for picking this movie for us. Uh, I, I'm actually really happy that it's it's that high. Like it's cool. I'm yeah. I'm glad we all liked it. It's my pick next, guys, and I'm going to ask you: Would you rather do uh, "I Come in Peace" with Dolph Lundgren, or would you rather do "Sabotage," a Schwarzenegger movie from 2014 that I never heard of, that apparently is uh, quite violent? 
Someone was just talking to me about I Come in Peace. Yeah. Let's do that one. Oh, it was Corey from uh, oh, Podcasting After Dark. Yeah. Okay, let's do I Come in Peace then, uh, or AKA Dark Angel. Well, let's do that, Dustin. All right. All right. We'll do, uh, yeah, we'll do Dark Angel. Dustin next. threw up some ideas. We're going to do uh, I Come in Peace, AKA, what was it? Dark Angel? Yeah, it's also known as Dark Angel. I always knew it as I Come in Peace. Dolph I always knew it as Never Existing. It came out in 1990. <laughs> Dolph Lundgren slowly creeping up our uh, most reviewed actor, I think. Well, I think this is something he'd be, that uh, he'd be in the top five. I bet you. I think this might be something that we should probably throw up a, a, a stat on our Instagram. I on, think JCVD uh, is number one. Uh, we've done the most JCVD movies, and then Schwarzenegger would be number two, I believe. All right. Well, let's. We should probably figure out something and throw that up. I'm not going to ask James to do that. I'm probably going to figure that out because James does too many things. Uh, on this podcast which is action action thank you guys so much for listening if you have the ability please check us out on patreon uh, action action podcast it would mean a lot if you guys subscribed there's a bunch of benefits you can pick a movie like uh like like ryan did this week and man ryan killed it so if you want to have some, we're gonna have some bonus content that'll be patreon exclusive coming soon yeah we're doing some interviews we're gonna do some bonus content other than that, please should check us out at Action Action uh, on Instagram. And our gigantic list of fucking movies is available at letterbox.com backslash action action. And uh, check our Instagram out, Action Action Podcast. And we'll see you next week. Guys, guys.